0: On August 30, 2023, national polygamy advocate Mark Henkel shares about the marital Marxism of one man, one woman. Hello there, friends, supporters, listeners, and sharers. In last week's episode, number 284 of August 23, 2023, I shared my trademark soundbite story about Women's Free Choice, the story of 10 men and 10 women. That story revealed the result that if we can simply allow women the free choice to choose the option of UCAP, U-C-A-P, Unrelated Consenting Adult Polygamy, it will incentivize jerk men to grow up and to become better men for the women to choose. By our not allowing women that free choice, we have instead imposed what I call marital Marxism that cries, One for each, so that each might have one! In this episode here, episode number 285 of August 30, 2023, I will share more about what that means, marital Marxism. The ideology of Marxism comes from a man in the 19th century named Karl Marx, who authored the Communist Manifesto in 1848. Karl Marx laid down the concepts of redistribution as the foundation of socialism and communism. In 1875, Marx published another document in which he called for the communist transition away from capitalism to, first, a slogan that cries, to each according to his contribution, and then from there on to a deeper slogan that cries, from each according to his ability, to each according to his needs. Essentially, this communist principle seeks to redistribute to everyone supposedly equally, regardless of their ability, effort, or otherwise merited action. The destructive reality of this redistribution is best illustrated for teaching purposes that even school students can understand by the often-told metaphor of an unknown origin about grades in schools. Here's the metaphor. A teacher collects the grades of all the students' grades from the latest test. Some students aced the test. Others did various mid-levels of grades. Others barely passed, while even a couple students failed. The students with the failed and lowest grades say, It isn't fair! So, to make it fair, the teacher computes to the average, the mean average, of all the grades, and then says that everyone in the class earned that average grade. Those who had earned a 100% grade now received that mean average grade instead. Those who failed also now received that mean average grade instead too the teacher promises that this averaging system will now be the method for how grades are given on future tests. What does this all mean? The students who had studied and showed up for the test with greater ability were punished for studying that hard. And it also means that the students who did not study at all, even those who failed, were rewarded for not studying. Because of this, the hard studying students stop studying completely, while the students who never studied keep choosing to not study. On the next test, because the formerly high-grade students no longer tried, the average of grades went even further down. With each coming test, the average keeps going down because no one has incentive to even bother trying to study for the tests. Eventually, even the average grade is one of failing. Everyone fails. They're all equal. They all equally failed. And that's why I like to joke that celebrating the average is just mean. (laughs) But that is what this all means. And this is why socialism does not work. This is why communism absolutely fails humanity without even considering the millions of human beings who were slaughtered by communist governments over the last century, all pretending to make everyone equal. Marxism is the ideology of redistribution, the foundation of socialism, communism. When you redistribute away from those who try harder and give it, i.e. redistribute it, to those who do not try at all, you thereby take away the incentive for anyone to even try at all. It is the dumbing down to mediocrity, and worse, failure. It harms everyone equally. This is why the slogan by Karl Marx is so wrong, and why it is such a failure as an ideology. The slogan that cries, From each, according to his ability, to each according to his needs. So now you might be asking, But Mark, how does this apply to the issue of OMAO, O-M-O-W, one man, one woman? Why do you call OMAO as marital Marxism? Ah, great question, indeed. Here's why. It makes the same kind of cry. One for each, so that each might have one! going back to my story of the 10 men and 10 women o'mal one man one woman redistributes the better women to the nine jerk men the jerk men have no incentive to grow up to become better men for the women to choose no no under o'mal one man one woman the jerk men don't even have to try they know that the remaining number of women who were prevented from choosing the good man, now have to settle for those jerk men. Or, the women have to go without. Worse, by removing the incentive for men to become better men for the women to choose, it even disincentivizes those males who might be willing to try to be a good man. From even trying to! Hence, all this explains for us how the marital marxism of one man one woman has given us this current era of dumbed down males males with no incentive to become better men for the women to choose undoubtedly omow, O-M-O-W one man one woman is absolutely marital marxism and now you know what i mean when i use and when i recommend that you use this term marital Marxism. That's right. Now you know about the marital Marxism of one man, one woman. Even so, I can imagine that some of you might still be asking, But Mark, does understanding this even matter? Who will this persuade? Why does it persuade? Ah, great question. Kudos to you. I will happily answer those questions in the coming episodes of this podcast. Stay tuned. In the meantime, thank you for celebrating, supporting, listening to, and sharing the National Polygamy Advocate podcast. Mark Henkel is National Polygamy Advocate. Presented polygamy to the public since 1994. National polygamyadvocates.com.